Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Call him daddy. He is a daddy. First recording of the day. You guys are call both daddies. Daddy. I call. I call. I, it's a weird thing. I like to call people daddy. I call my uh, my girlfriend daddy sometimes too. <laughs> call you guys daddy. I don't know. Like anyone. Call my daddy daddy. daddy. <laughs> I don't like my kids. Don't call me daddy. No. Yeah. It's what weird, do they man. call you? Dean. Do they shake your hand? They call me dad. They shake oh, your hand. Dad. Are we allowed hugs? I mean, I have girls, so daddy. I mean, some some I dads aren't cool with that, right? Like they do the handshake thing. Did your dads do that? Were your dads huggers? Uh, my dad was a handshaker. Yeah. My dad's he, I mean, he hugged, but my dad's a hugger. Yeah, my, my dad, dad hugged. Right now. Right on, right on. It is. We are marching right into March, man. It's like right here. That's crazy. We're already right. in March, y'all. Not wild. Ever since we yeah. got through the uh, the slowness of the hangover of pandemic, I feel like we're through that. Yeah. Right? Oh, dude. I mean, obviously we're still in it. There's still some hanging hanging on, but we're like through the the whole hangover and like. Yeah, it's weird how the shortest month of the year feels like the shortest month of the year. Yeah, but it's been more than that. Like, you know what I mean? Because January is a slog. That's why. Yeah. Getting through yeah. January yeah. is tough. Yeah. It was a very long slog. month. Yeah. Because yeah, it kind of like mixes in with the holiday season. And then you get, you get like all kinds of stuff going the on. The only thing that happens during that month is that the very first day, right? Like that last out, the first hour of the month. And then there's nothing going on the rest of the time. Yeah. We got uh, daylight, daylight, uh, daylight savings coming up soon, too, right? No, that's at the end of March. Was that the end of March? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is about when my sads normally kicks in. And that's why I'm just cannot wait for the summertime. Dude, everything is you should get, be opening oh, up. But, yeah, what's that called? That's um, called seasonal the depression. Seasonal, seasonal, seasonal depression. Yeah. 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 I'm with you, Jorge. Fuck yeah, dude. Like the daylight that. savings thing, like we need to get rid of that shit. Let's like start a petition. Amen, brother. Oh, sure. Well, I can say that uh, the other thing, too. Oh, geez, I just lost my whole train of thought. Crap. That's <laughs> fine. There. Hey, it's a pre-show, right, y'all? It's a little bit of that pre-show. I just gave you a little pre-show. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All righty. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but, uh, what were we talking about before this? Uh, basketball. Yeah, dude, I went to a basketball game. It was awesome for the University of North Texas. Um, winning Conference USA, Western champs. Uh, the only reason why I bring it up is because we are never good at anything. And so it is finally awesome to be able to talk smack to people and be good at a sport and be able to back it up. Um, final score against La Tech, 56 to 49. They became the Conference USA West Division champions. Um, it was a tight game, though, with four minutes remaining. It was 49-49 until our boy Tyler Perry, he hit a, a three-pointer with 56 seconds left. And then from there, it was Dunskis, man. 8,500 in attendance. It's the fourth largest attendance ever. Uh, Tyler Perry had nine points, three field goals. And his grandma is in a new movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Medea, yeah. We can, we're going to talk about that because I watched that last night. Okay, cool. Well, well tell us. Hey, did uh, everybody watch the uh, movie that yes. we're supposed to watch, Jorge? Yes. Looking at you? Yes, I watched some of it. Well, the, thing, of it, it. Well, the thing is, is that Netflix... We have a family subscription right now and everybody's all over the place. So my sister was watching it. So I couldn't, I watched the beginning of it where, you know, the old lady and then they take him through the tunnel and he's like this, it, it looks like two balls. You missed, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what's that all about? Sarah watched it with me till the end. And uh, she's like, oh, he's, he's, he's throwing pics on there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, what the hell? And, and also, because but it was... You like, missed the best parts. I, I know. Because there's I, some really good special effects. Yeah. Well, I also was thinking, like, that dude... Uh, uh, I thought the mannequin was going to show up because in the movie Mannequin, uh, what's his name? The dude with the glasses. Uh, James Spader. Yeah. He was in Mannequin, remember? Yeah. And same premise with the Egyptians and teleporting and crap. Uh-huh. That would have been awesome if, like, you know, Mannequin shows up and she's like, and we can build this world together. Nothing's gonna, Nothing's gonna stop us now. Because we can have a nap and a Scooby Dooby Doop Doop Last week, I think I sent it. External sound call. Uh, Amazon link. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. What's that? Well, all that about? thing has auto tune. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Are you going to get it? You want me to throw down? I love no, me some auto tune. I love me some auto tune. But if everybody. I it, love me some auto tune. I think that's probably one of my favorite apps that was probably ever invented was the T Pain app. Yeah, yeah, but but only T Pain could really do it the way T Pain. You still have to be able to sing. You can't just, you know, right at that time though there was like, um, you know, uh, Auto Tune News and all that stuff going on. So, man, it was just popping. Remember, in high usage, absolutely popping, 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 popping. T Pain can sing. Absolutely, he can. Pop it, lock it. I mean, he's proven that many that times over been, now. That documentary we watched. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they talk about it. And it, it just sat there unused for like a decade. It's crazy, right? Well, well I mean, well, their, they were using like, it. They were just like, it was like a secret, industry secret. Right. Not acknowledged that they were actually had this device that some scientists created that would auto-tune people and help them sing at perfect pitches and then the first time they used it where people could notice it was the uh the yeah, share right? song yeah. yeah do you do you believe love after love after love after love i can feel your fresh inside my face do you really do you think you're strong you know, enough lord and i must go with doby do shit man good shit yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what song I was listening today to? It's that song by Logic and Eminem. Oh, okay. I love Logic. Yeah, yeah it's a song. Yeah, well, it's that song by Logic. And the reason why I bring it up, man, is because at the very end of the song, there's a dude and he's trying to like, he's trying to like freestyle. He's like splanking a flanking a sink and spank, ranking. Oh guys, no, yeah, he's doing basket flask and yeah. So that's uh. That's the whole thing. That's the comedian um, who he's doing a whole like impression of of uh, Eminem because like Eminem when he came back as an older man he had yeah. this different style, bro. Like he was way different than he was when he was younger, and that's kind of how he rapped. 
and he made a whole bit of it and it was like really big on the internet and they had him uh, guest appear on the oh. song. Also, Qu- uh, Squint's Pomodora makes an appearance because he also looks like Logic. So, um, yeah, that's pretty pretty good oh, shit. Dude, okay, I gotta find... Of course I'm on torrent. I'm driving a Porsche over the floorboards over the... F- Four points, while you're in the four tours, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time they hear supporting. Look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins and I'm going to fanikins trying to get up a planikins. All of the planikins, sanikin, fan, fan, panikins. What all the panikins, sanikin, anna in the cabana. Dude, okay, I gotta find that comedian. That was hilarious. You know him. Um, he, uh, what's his name, man? He was, he's, he was on the Whitney Cummings show. He is really good friend. Delia? Yes, Chris Delia. Thank you. He's huge. Chris Delia. Okay, here we go. Chris Delia. Yes, he's Teflon, bro. He got, he almost got canceled, and he made he did it. Get canceled. He did get canceled and came back. What? Oh wait, wait, hey, that, is that the right. dude we saw? That's true. Good point. No, no, that's Josh Wolf. Dude, he looks just like the dude we saw. Pretty close. There's Skinny White That's racist. I almost uh, put uh-huh. in a talk of the day for Chris Delia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do yeah, have that. That'll be back. Delia. Delia. Apostrophe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's D-Elia. got brown hair, beard, kind of beard. You say bald hair? Brown, brown hair. Yeah, brown hair, he's beard, yes. Long. Yes, and he's very, he's very like, you know, yeah, New York. He's New York. Yes. So he's got a little bit of an edge to him. Noise. Yes. Even though he's he's mostly in California. Yes, but he has that kind of New York swag. He has a bounce. He just has he's a got bounce. really round eyes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 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 No, he's God. good stuff, though. Good stuff. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. Um, and that is a really good ass. He had it down. Right? It wasn't <laughs> even just like the way the cadence at which he does it, but he had the sounds. <laughs> down because like that's what he was really like hitting on like when he came back <laughs> yeah hilarious. well eminem is funny he's always like you know no problems with harlem oh yeah yes oh, sir yeah. <laughs> we need to get viking back in the booth yeah, yeah vikings long dead and oh dead. no we viking. finally Detroit finally retired. T dog, man. We can we go through all the aliases first. Friar Tuck is how we met him. Friar Tuck, the first MC name from Troy, and then it went from there. Uh, we got Big Sin. What, what else? MC Brain. MC, MC Brain. Yeah. What else? Hey, what else? Uh, you can't Mr. change your name. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mister Meaning. Mister Mr. Dirty Bastard did it all the time. Oh, Mister Mean. Mister Mean. Yeah. Okay, okay, Mr. Mean. That's tight. That's tight. And we yeah. with Viking somehow. We got there through all that. Got to Viking. Viking. Yeah, Viking was just, I don't know. I was just sitting there one day and I was like, I got to go on the radio. I got to pick a name and I can't do Big Sin. What? Okay, so what alias or what was the name that you felt like had the most uh, success for you? Like what, 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 what era had the best success as far as well, your the most success i would say it's gotta be viking, viking. yeah viking for sure but the the mo- the one i was most comfortable in was big sin big sin that's a how do you how do you not come up with viking you're six right? foot two or three yeah. white dude mm-hmm. with blonde <laughs> hair yep well i got the red hair i got the blonde hair you got that that yeah. weird flavor saver situation yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you know, everything. Okay, so like up here is blonde. Yeah. 
That's up here skin. is blonde. Yeah. Everything is oh, yeah, like, right. That's everything real down here is red. Okay. Like, so I got fire crotch. So we go red from the nose down. It, it gets darker. Red because my sideburns are red. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Blonde on top. And then that means his gooch is like got black hair. <laughs> no calico cat. <laughs> no, it's, it's like a fire started down there. I can't think of a better segue uh, to, to give out our, um, you know, our thoughts and <laughs> prayers to Ukraine. Um, oh my God! Stop that right now! <laughs> what? Stop! It's on the not, top of my list. Not a okay. Well, we're gonna have to start the show first. <laughs> And that is not the appropriate. That time. is not. It's not appropriate. It is not appropriate. I apologize. Speaking of Troy's gooch, we'll rush that out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. We'll get out. Okay. I apologize. We'll, uh... Places nobody wants to be. Yes. Hey. The above. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's pretty fucking wild, though. Can we go in hey, and do, my gooch do it now nice. that I like, no. train wrecked it? No? no. Okay, fine. No. no. My gooch is nice, by the way. So I okay, had. You put your own face in it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would if I could. I'm sure he could. Yeah, if he could, he would. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm on the, uh, the house hunting tour right now, um, going to rent a house. Looked at a couple of houses out in Little Elm and Frisco. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I, I'm hoping, man, I got fingers crossed for this one, Little Elm. It's pretty nice. And it's just like great location. I can get to everywhere, I can get to everyone. And it's dope. I'm excited. Hey. How fast can you get to your job from there? Uh, 30 minutes. Okay. You know, that's not bad. Like, I, how are you guys on commutes? You guys. Um, 30 minutes. For me is that your max? Yeah, dude. 30 oh, minutes. No, max? That's like on a good day. Yeah, but I'm saying like you, you're you comfortable with a 30 minute commute or long, maybe even longer. I'm not really comfortable with any commute. Yeah, yeah I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> right. not going to lie. Like, I kind of like. Just Once y'all got that taste of that, that work from home from life, home. man. Yeah, mm. dude, let me tell that's you. That's that good shit. That's that crack. It is. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, nothing. Would I piss wish me that off more than driving home thirty minutes mm-hmm. and then having to log back in and do some overtime. Oh yeah, that's the mm-hmm. worst. That's not cool. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wish yeah. I could. I mean, I can't do my job from my home though. You know, that's the thing. That's that's because it's like the entertainment thing. I have uh, sometimes I get to do that, and it's kind of fun because I get to be the guy in the desk or whatever. You know, like the uh, Spider-Man situation. So sometimes like uh, like a supervisor or somebody will need some information or how to do something. And I get to like, basically they become my avatar. And so I get inside their head and I just like tell them what, like, I'm just like, get my mind's eye. I'm like, okay, first you need to go here. You need to do this. You need to like grab this and do this. And it's so, it's just a weird thing. Cause I can visualize them doing it. And like, I can hear them doing it. And it's like an avatar situation. So, so strange. I would totally do that though. I would live my life that way if I had to. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. if I could, uh-huh. if we had a robot to do, to go hand passes out and um, put fires out, <laughs> that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Just like the man inside the machine. I'm so sorry for your troubles. Well, it, it's, it's good and it's not, you know, you do kind of go crazy after a while. With yeah. That. You don't want to be a shut in for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, there's a balance, but we definitely don't need to go into the office five days a week. Dude, well, yeah, it's that whole work. You know, I always fuck it up. Work to live, not live to work. Exactly. Yeah, work-life balance is super, super important. That's like something that I feel like that I had the perfect 
I feel like when I was going through the things that I was going through, that was like the perfect scenario to like get me back on the right track. I had a, a job that, you know, I could focus on because it was creating something new out of nothing. Um, but it also allowed me time to, you know, enjoy myself outside of work and, you know, do all the things I needed to do to like kind of get myself on the right back on, on the right track. And I had that kind of freedom to do that with this job. So that's why I really love it. Cause I think I've been in situations where I was putting in that time, um, you know, 50 plus 60 hour week work weeks. And, you know, you could do that for, for only a little bit of time before it starts to wear on you and starts changing your personality. Yeah, man. Just, so why did you do that? Why did you feel like you had to do that? You know, I felt like it was early on in my career and I, I was, I was like, man, I had aspirations and goals, you know, titles, you know, promotions, all that stuff. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and I've very, uh, you know, even though I was like, uh, it's funny how in our mind's eye, like when we were kids and you think, you think 30 is like, you know, 30 year olds are old. Right. But like you get in life and then like, I was fucking immature, dude. Like I felt like I was ready. I didn't handle it. I didn't handle um, the being patient well. I felt like I was getting passed over, and then like I started like having toxic uh, traits, and it affected my workplace. Uh, I was able to leave that place and start somewhere new and kind of refresh myself before COVID hit. But really, the the change happened through through the experience of of the quarantine, being furloughed for a year, and all that, and then coming back. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, man. I was being a toxic, but I also had a toxic piece of. Sh well, I can't say that on the air. Yeah, you can. I, I, I signed. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I signed a thing. Oh, okay, okay. So anyhow, uh, but yeah, no, I understand how you feel. I was, I guess, in the same light. I thought I was gonna be something, man. I thought I was gonna move up the corporate ladder, and I got passed on a lot of things, and it just—it's a terrible feeling. But now I'm kind of fine, fine under the radar. Gonna yeah, my investments and make money and screw everybody else. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I, you know, I felt like, you know, what what do I really want? Like, am I, you know, am I valued? Am I feel like I'm getting paid well enough? I do. Um, do I, you know, feel? Do I get? I can kind of because of it's new. I there's a creative thing that I can kind of fill that void. Um, so it's an, it's exciting for me to go to work and like kind of create things and build things. Um, but it's really it's just all about being able to finish when I'm done, leave that place, really enjoy my life and not really have to think too much about that part of my life. And then when I get back to it, I can be fully focused on that. And, and you know, I put a, a post that I heard earlier today um, that kind of hit resonated with me. It was about being present. And I feel like that's the biggest like. Cause I feel like on the, I'm a, I, I don't know, in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm on the other end of, of my breakup, my depression and all that. I feel like I'm kind of through that process and now I'm kind of on the other side of things. And I feel like the way it felt for me, um, it's almost like that, that movie um, where the guy takes the pill and he can access all the rest of parts of his brain. Oh, limitless. 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 Yeah. It's almost like limitless man it really is because i feel like i had this fog on my brain um because of my depression and my anxiety and so it was affecting my relationship it was affecting my work it was affecting my friends affecting my family and i couldn't hear clearly i couldn't see clearly and so now that i was able to work myself through all that i see and hear and feel 
with a clarity that I've, I feel like I've felt like almost in my, I don't know how long anyway. And so it is like limitless. I do feel like, um, like I have, it's like weird, man. It's like, it's it life. It became life became easier and I'm doing very well with it. Obviously, you know, it's not something that you got highs and lows in life and things come at you and I'm going to be able to be, um, able to like overcome any obstacles, but it's really nice right now having that that feeling of like holy shit like this is a whole new world for me yeah. no that's good it is speaking of whole new worlds is now the time to talk about you the ukraine absolutely first are we gonna start are we gonna start the show and no, then yeah the- we'll start the show and then we'll get oh, into it but do you guys yeah. have any thoughts on that like about present like do y'all no, struggle with present. being present do you you know is that because that was something that was really hard for me for yeah me. i think I that's true cool. Go ahead. You're driving. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying I struggle uh, really hard with uh, being in the present. Uh, I future trip a lot. Mm, yeah. Uh, in, in the in the uh, uh, part of uh, the club that I'm in, we'll, we'll just call it that. That's that's one thing that I learned is that I live in the future too much. And I worry about things, and I ruin today over tomorrow, mm. right? When tomorrow's not even here, wow, right? And I can't really sit here and and worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. I just got to live it day by day, mm. and, and and I, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I struggle with is living in the present and being present. I, you know. Uh, mentally, you know, I, I have my struggles, and I've missed events that I was at because I was mentally not there, 100%. and I was very, you know, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I was worried about something that was going to happen in the future, and I wasn't in the present. I wasn't able to enjoy the present because I was too into the future and that's one of my biggest problems and we call it future tripping future tripping yeah future tripping alright Dean what about you bud I'm fine no no no, no, no please you're, you're holding it in too much let it out uh, um, yeah I think like that's like an anxiety thing yeah, that I I definitely deal with, but uh, you know, I've been trying to meditate more. I guess for like the last year, I've been talking about this. But mm-hmm. how's yeah. that going? Yeah. That's what this was about. Not great. Yeah, like I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's very hard, and uh, sometimes you know, I just get tired, too tired to do it. It's like just like going out. It's, it's like, like going focusing. To the gym. It's like focusing. Like going right? to the gym. I can't get into the habit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm building the strong habit for it. Um, but when I do do it, it, I find benefits to it. Yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to have some discipline, some self-discipline to maintain that. And, yeah. uh, I'm always looking for better ways to do that. Uh, yeah. The way he was yeah. describing it was like amazing it was i couldn't articulate any in a, in a in a better way and i always struggled with the words to to put it in words and basically he was saying like when you are, are able to achieve those things and you live in a, in a constant state of of, pres- of being present 
that's a really good place to be in. It's it's it lends itself to creativity. You can be creative in those moments because your whole your your whole your whole being is there in the moment. You're not thinking about you're not future tripping like Troy was talking about, or you're not holding on to things from the past that is uh, clouding your focus. And, and you're able to uh, engage uh, with people and um, connect with people in a way that you know you can't do when you when you are clouded because of of depression and or anxiety. Um, if you keep doing this and you stay with it. Sooner or later, the body's going to surrender to a new mind. And when that happens, there's a liberation of energy. The body is freed from those habituations and those emotions. The body's going from particle to wave, from matter to energy. And all of a sudden, you're dialing down the anger. You're dialing down the vigilance. And the body now is being conditioned to a new mind. That is the present moment. And when you're in that present moment, something really amazing happens. You forget about you. All of a sudden, you're not your face, you're not your culture, you're not your, your uh, marital status, you're not your diet, you're not your, your past. You're basically just an awareness. You're in the unknown. And that is the perfect place to create from. So it turns out that when people do this properly, they heal themselves of anxiety. Why? Because they're no longer obsessing about some future. When they find the present moment, they heal their, from their depression because they're not a bit hopeless and powerless in their past. The body's conditioned now. And so then, when they overcome themselves in their meditation and they step out into their life, they are more present. They can connect. They are more patient. They are more loving because they overcome the animal part of themselves. And the beauty behind that is, is that all of a sudden, you're not predictable. And now we're out of the philosophical, theoretical realm. We're in the practicum, which is where really the magic happens. So the eternal present moment, the sweet spot of the generous present moment is the place we create from. And when we are, when we're there, we disconnect from our bodies. We become nobody. We disconnect from people in our lives. We're not thinking about our ex or our boss. We are no one. We're not thinking about our cell phone, our computer. Uh, we are no thing. We are not thinking about where we live, where we work, where we sleep. We are nowhere. And we're not thinking about the predictable future and the familiar past. We're in no time. And when you're disconnecting or dissociating from everything known, you're in the unknown. And that's where the magic happens. Um, and so, yeah, man, that's awesome. I love that video. Yeah, and that's, that's something I've been doing. I know we do TikTok of the week, but also on my socials. Uh, if something is poignant or I don't know, if it speaks to me in some kind of way, I definitely want to share that with with the people who follow me because uh, maybe they'll, it'll say something to them too. Uh, so give us a follow on Facebook. Instagram, um, TikTok, all the stuff. Um, YouTube. YouTube, yes. The Good Podcast Network. You can catch all the shows on YouTube. That is the Good Vibes Podcast, the flagship show. You can also Everyone, find... And you are missing an element of the show if you're not watching it on YouTube. That is yeah. true. You're missing I mean, last week I took my shirt off. So. You took his shirt off. We had some cool graphics. He was... Always have cool graphics. Playing drums. He was doing the thing. Um, but yeah, man, you can catch uh, Damn That's Good with Big Salinas Barbecue as well on YouTube. Uh, they just put out a new episode uh, today. Um, and check that out. They're talking about preps, preparation for Easter. Graduation's coming soon. Wedding season's coming soon. If you need any catering, um, please go ahead and check out BigSalinasBarbecue.com. You can also get all their award-winning sauces and rubs. I... 
I'm still out of sauce. You are, you are. We'll get you that sauce. I watched something pretty cool. Um, I know uh, this is like a little pre, you know, show situation, so it's not necessarily TV sucks, but I do want to talk about it because um, uh, it was it was pretty awesome. It's the the Gil, uh, the Guillermo del Toro. We talked about him last week because he's gonna do a movie coming up. Um, Pinocchio on HBO. Too. Yeah, yeah. So I wondered if you guys have seen it yet. I finally had a chance to sit down and watch it, and it was it was pretty amazing, man. It's he's in this really cool. Like we talked a little bit about the aesthetic last week, but he's in this really, he's in that zone, man. Like where everything he's putting out is just like oh, amazing. Yeah. And this Bradley Cooper, amazing performance in this movie. Um, and every, I feel like it's a, it's, it's, it's a cautionary tale about gluttony. I'll just say like that. No, it's it's uh, power or. Um, you know, pride, all that vanity, all that stuff is, is part of it. Like you, that's the the beauty of this. It's such an old school movie because it gives you the foreshadowing, it gives you the warnings, it tells you exactly what's going to happen, and you just you're in awe and watching it all play out. You know what I mean? Um, Storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. It's very classic. Uh, it is called uh, Nightmare Alley. Okay, I've never seen it. Is it scary? Oh, carnival stuff. So you yeah. probably. It's not super scary. No, it's just carnival. It's, it's carny life. It's carny life. It's like it's more. I would say it's like more of like um, something from um, Alfred Hitchcock, where it's more of like a psychological thriller. Yeah. So now I had a, uh, uh, a viewer reach out and tell me I butchered um, what we were talking about. Damn it, the servant. I just my description of the servant was apparently really really bad, so I kind of want. Oh, you had somebody tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, yes. I hope they fact check me too because I <laughs> please. I've been we told that best. I say a bunch of wrong crap. So. It's okay. It's okay. We try our best. We're not experts, but yes, uh, it is M Night Shyamalan. It is a Philadelphia couple in mourning after an unspeakable tragedy creates a rift in their marriage and opens the door for mysterious forces to enter their home. Do you think M. Night Shyamalan ding dong gets that said to him a lot? <laughs> Shyamalan ding dong. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it depends. I think that's uh, based on uh, where he's at. Oh, you know. but that's not his like real name, right? Shyamalan, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, his, yeah. real, his real name is Mike Smith. <laughs> well, anyways, well, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Shamalan, no. I want. Oh yeah, I, I really want to get a TV sucks this week. I'm so excited. There's so are much good the, TV. We All right, do we need to start? Out? Yeah, let's go. We'll start the show. Yeah, in a sec. We, let's start the show. I'm gonna go grab a cup of coffee and we'll start. Yeah, I'm gonna show. go get some popcorn too. Right, perfect. Be a good one. <laughs> to all the haters and naysayers out there who said we'd never make it to episode 81, well, we did it, baby. Woo! The episode starts now. Welcome to Good Vibes with Chris, Dean, Troy, and Jorge. Fuck the naysayers, they don't mean a thing. That's right. On this week's episode, we have... Watch this instead. Fight every battle, everywhere, always. In your mind, everyone is your enemy. Everyone is your friend. Every possible series of events is happening all at once. Live that way, and nothing will surprise you. For the main event of the 
by the way, Dean, was that Popeyes you were eating? Well, um, damn, so, okay, so I, I need help from the show. I'm about to go get what Troy's eating for tonight. And <laughs> uh, I've narrowed it down to two. And actually, I've narrowed it down to one, but Dean, I saw what Dean was eating, and it, it got me hungry. So do I want Captain D's? Or Popeyes. What is Captain D's? Captain D's is like Long John Silver's. What are Popeyes? Popeyes. Captain yes. D's and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? Yes. Yeah, that's a nice web series. <laughs> a nice website. <laughs> well, let's start this puppy, boys. All right. Ooh, do I have some talky talk that I want to talk with all of y'all? Perfect. You can start the show. You want me to start the show? Oh, hold up. We'll wait till he comes back. Motherfucker. 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 Yo, dude. I'm really hoping that this whole war in Ukraine ends like tomorrow. Be nice. Now there's like a massive envoy coming towards the capital. Like it's going down. Like this is it. All right. All right. It was so wishful thinking that um, they're about to stomp those guys and they're going to they're gonna capture the president and they're going to execute him on live television. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it'll get to that point. Okay. I mean, right, well, okay. What? Name, name, name another, you know, that... <laughs> Regionally, yes, but that was in a place where that happens on the Reggie. When was the last time somebody okay. was live executed in Europe? Well, I'm just you. You act like it can't happen. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm, just, but it's interesting. It's I mean, it's definitely um. You know, people are affected. It's uh. I mean, there's it, guys you know. riding their bikes in Ukraine, and they're like, "Hey, they said the war's going to start today," and then yeah. a rocket flew over their heads. Yeah. So they yeah. caught that on video. Hmm. That's how it happened. Yeah, For families, sure. families like uh, making fucking Molotov cocktails. You know, like, that happened already too. Yeah, they were throwing them at tanks. Mm-hmm. The Ukrainians were. Yeah, my favorite one is Ukrainian girls are matching with Russian soldiers on Tinder to try and get their location. Oh damn, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Underground. Damn. Guerrilla warfare. Spy work. Yeah. Mm. That's espionage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's it's that is so strange because it's like um, it's just weird, man. It's just like old stuff and new stuff kind of merging together, like the past and the future, uh, or the past and the present, kind of merging together in, in some weird fucking I'll say, things. I'll say this: it'll be like the Battle of Puebla, the mm-hmm. Mexican Cinco de Mayo. If these Ukrainians can hold Russians off, the most powerful army. Regardless, regardless if it's the sanctions that do it, that will be rather amazing if they can hold the line. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's funny. Russia didn't take a cue from the United States. We try to invade Afghanistan and like you can't you can't force so did, it. So did Russia right before we went in. Mm-hmm. I know. And they're idiots for thinking that they could go into Ukraine and think that they could that they would go willingly, you know. Oh, we will not go willingly into the night. I don't think they're under the impression that it's going to be willingly. 
Oh, no, no, no. They said that Putin did I not mean, they, ex expect this type of defiance. I, that's just him saying that. Because mm -hmm. they didn't just show up without tanks. Last week is when he put that, that thing out where he was like, I don't want to do what I'm about to do. Don't make me do this. I'm not a bad guy, you know. Yeah, but he also said, there's a very good reason not to go to war, and that's because mm -hmm. Russia is one of the nuclear biggest nuclear powers in the world. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's like I'm going to do this. Yeah, no matter what. Right. Yeah, but stop me. All of them yeah. will be pointed right at him. You know, it's like it's not an issue until you try and stop me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. like any of it, man. No. No, absolutely not. And the weather was getting better. You know, Switzerland is no longer neutral. Mm. Hulk Hogan announces a divorce from Jennifer McDaniel after 11 years of marriage. There's been her for 11 years. There's been phantom Steven Seagal sightings. <laughs> Apparently he's part of it, but not like it's it really been banned not? from the Ukraine since 2017. Yes. So he can't obviously be there uh, with special forces from the Russian side. I did see that clip. There's been a couple of pictures and clips, but apparently it's not it's, true. No, okay, so not. yeah, there, there was the Ukraine. No, he that Steven Seagal was joined by uh, he was joining some uh, secret service of the Russians um, and was like approaching Ukraine. I don't know. Silly I stuff. thought he was supposed to be Italian. Uh, no, no, uh, I don't know what he is, uh, but he's not Italian. Tibetan. He's like he's Tibetan. Is that what you said? He played it. He played an Italian in a movie. He was like he also played a navy chef, but he's none of those uh, things. Well, I right? don't know. He also does uh demonstrations and they're I don't know if you've seen seen him. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say he's not the most authentic man in the world. But he uh, I, but when you do that, you can be jack of all trades like him. He's got albums out. He he does do weird <laughs> shit like travel with uh dictators and you know <laughs> he does he's apparently getting credit for teaching uh ufc fighters certain moves you know what i mean like he's just like the most interesting <laughs> man in the world mm. but we know him it's steven seagal i always like it when someone's like oh yeah i trained with the Krav mcgraw in the israeli it's it's kind of well i'm just using Krav mcgraw like some I mean, that shit's serious bro <laughs> yeah i mean but is it better than anybody's karate or jujitsu or Taekwondo. I would say Krav Maga is like is designed to to hurt people. Like that's what it is. It, it's like all death blows. Yeah, it's defend. It's just it's, to, like, it's just to straight up defend yourself. And so you're going. It's a killing. It's like it's yeah. not to disarm. It's not no. to defend. Uh, there's a really cool play. show. Uh, if you ever get a chance to watch it, um, what the hell is it called? It was basically two guys that travel the world and learn different yeah, fighting styles. Show. Um, one of them is, a it's, he's been on the UFC before for commentating. Um, the other guy was like an ex-military dude. Um, so it was really cool because they travel to different parts of the world, learn some absolutely amazing disciplines from some of the best teachers in the world. They get a week to learn the discipline and then they get a match with somebody from the dojo, um, to, to kind of put their skills to the test. And it's a badass show that the, the particular episode where they're learning Krav Maga, the instructor was a woman and she was the most intense instructor I've ever seen. Like other other no matter what style of martial arts it is, when they're teaching someone technique, they're going slow and they are pantomiming the moves um, to show you the technique. 
that's not how Krav Maga works at all. She's literally showing him how to elbow somebody in the head and she's elbowing him in the fucking head. Like it's, and it takes him off guard because he's not expecting to get struck uh, with the intensity that she is in a teaching manner. Um, but he, she's like striking him with elbows to the head and it's really awesome episode. Does he like give her like a titty twister? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. He's he, all, nothing but the ultimate respect because he just got hit in the head like three times by her with elbows. So like, I, I, I'd have yeah, to for say sure. You respect can't go slow motion elbow to the yeah, head. They just don't. No, they don't. Yeah, it's not about that you can't. They just choose not to. They're like, they, I, <laughs> I'm going to show you how to elbow somebody in the head, and you, I want you to feel it so you know. You, there's no that's it. the whole thing about it is there's no half ass you can't half ass this you got to go full intense that would be funny if later they found out that they went to the only krav maga school where they go full speed <laughs> <laughs> right he just thinks that's just the way it is it was just like an, it's just like walking into danny mcbride's karate dojo yeah, yeah and thinking that's just all karate Karate's welcome just all to like that. Welcome to Krav Maga part two, where we come to this new gym and then he like goes full speed at it with the guy and the dude's like, hey, what the hell, bro? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, what? This is how you teach. No, man. Do that I again know. and I'll kick your ass. That was another good episode is when they did the tie stick fighting. The tie stick fighting was dope. The uh, the Kumite was dope, which is awesome. You get to fight. Oh, like- hold on. First, you know, the Kumite is fake, right? It's not fake, bro. 100%. What does that they- mean? Okay, oh, that UFC Frank one was a committee. No, you remember uh, Bloodsport? Yeah. Wherever uh, they said that that Frank Dukes guy. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he made, made all it, that up. He made oh, it all up. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Anyways, but is there a Kumite? <laughs> he did it yeah. for the likes. Yeah, no, no. That, all that means is, is that uh, it's a, um, I can't remember what, what, it was a type of karate, taekwondo situation, but it's like in wrestling, we used to do it. We called it, man, uh, I don't remember what, man. It was like you go up and down the weight class. Phantom weight? What? So you go. So basically, you fight everybody in the school. So whoever, like everybody who's in the school, you line. They line up and you fight one by one. You know, and then you go. Yeah, you just fight all the way to the top weight and then all the way back down to the bottom weight. And they called it kumite. Mm. I mean, that was just a joke name for it. No, I think that's what they call it. Honestly. But I think it's just in a, wrestling. No, not in wrestling. It was this was the oh. this episode, this particular episode. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they like these guys are amazing. Like they had uh, one of the taekwondo guys had like they shown how how strong her the 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 leg strikes are, and it was three baseball bats that were taped together, and he was just yeah. snapping them like fucking t- like twigs. Hmm. Absolutely insane. Like they do the thing where they roll. The wood on their their the callus their shins, they callus the bones on their shins to make them stronger uh, for their leg leg strikes and stuff. Hmm. Man, well, I don't know, man. I'd say that that's something that I think that not many things take that much discipline. Like to give yourself to that's that's on the level of like if you take make it to that level. I mean. That's like on the level of, of what you see in the movies, like the monks and stuff like that. Like you have to yeah, be there was, dedicated. There's two shows like that. Fight Quest and Human Weapon. Oh, Fight Quest. Fight Quest. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Right? Yeah. Fight Quest. Yeah, but I mean, it absolutely means nothing until you get in the thick of battle. Like, I, I, I still want to see all of that. But that's pretty- the point, man. That's the point. I don't think that that's 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 um, it's like meditation. You know, it's it's a practice. It's it's something that it's a skill. It's a technique and it requires rehearsal, 
practice patience so it's 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 just like the, the lessons you would get in karate kid like that's legit man it's not about the the actual fighting it's not about the the skills you end up getting from all of this it's the process to which you get those skills that's yeah. the whole thing when it comes to martial arts i loved it in the karate kid where the girl's like my technique is not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you, do you really talk that way? <laughs> and also, it's like, is it are blocked perfectly? In <laughs> People are like that, though. They, you get involved in something. You speak the jargon. You make that your life. Like singers. Have you ever been friends with a singer? Uh, kind of. Not really. It's, they literally, it never stops. They're always singing? Always. Always, always, always. And yeah, that must I'm be awesome. Friend, and they sing and talk a lot. Yeah. Sing, I talk, gotta, sing, talk, like sing, talk, like whatever you're talking about. They might get break into song. Uh, theater people. Theater. You never been. Friends? Okay. Yeah. People. No, who, no, no, they're, no, like, they're like, yeah, let's go do this. And they're like, super. No, like, no, yeah. they, 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 they start <laughs> reciting a poem or no, like a, like Shakespeare, like oh. four out thou not gonna hello. And they're like, for I cannot Marcuccio, for if I cannot thy be it. And then they all start doing the dance, like, oh no. god. Okay. No, not anymore. Please stop. I was a, I was a theater geek. Can we learn a flash mob? Can we do that somewhere? That, yes, that'd be please. a fun challenge. That'd be a fun challenge that would for us. Be fun. Can we wear those uh lights that they did in that video that or the performance one time? Uh <laughs> The ones that started the flash mob? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, you, you know, know that? that? Well, I'll tell you what. We should get like a flash mob and then go to Ukraine and like walk down the streets towards the Russians and be like, Oh, no. That's not the energy. I'd come with the energy of like, that's not that's not a broadway for so long yeah hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) dude what if that happened like for the first time like dude that would have to like you couldn't kill that what was the one that there was like a big riot in canada and that couple was got really famous because during the riot oh yeah they they set up the make out camera shot you know you know that happens well, no, 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 that wasn't planned. Like that, she was like oh, genuinely really? hurt. She was genuinely oh. hurt, and he was just trying to calm her down. Oh, okay, wow. And that'll, somebody that'll caught that, and it was like a one in a million. Mm-hmm. So just nice. to show you how boring of a kisser he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. uh, yeah, but you know what? Uh, it was cool. It's cool seeing all the boxers come out of the woodwork. You got Lomachenko. You got Vitali. Vitali. Yeah. He's the mayor of yeah. one of those towns, though, so he's got to defend his town. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Mayor? You know the president of Ukraine mayor. played the president on a TV show before he was elected the president? No shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah another fun comedian. fact. This is the cool thing about the way that our media is set up right now is that you get a lot of this stuff that maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. Uh, one fun fact I learned is that he is the only grandson left of, of one of the only survivors from Ukraine, um, the Holocaust. He's his uh, grandson. So yeah. that's, fuck yeah. Fight, fight, he's, fight. He's Jewish too. Yeah, man. Fight, man. So you know that though, man, I'm surprised like the Israelis haven't lent support too, you know? 
knowing that he's Jewish. Like, well, like, I mean, uh, that, but thinking about what you're saying, you know, you know how easily we can jump into a world war. You know what I mean? And and so I think that's what the patience this to maybe let's see where this is going. Let's 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 try to to, to work yeah. through it um, diplomatically. Got their own diplomatic diplomatic yeah. negotiation problems. Yeah, you know, you know that if they capture him, you know that they're gonna. Well, that you said that, but we'll see, man. I don't know. I just don't think that that's. I don't know, man. Only people that have ever beaten Russia is Russia. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, they're so. about to get beaten. Their their currency's going to crap. They've been excommunicated from the FIFA World Cup. They're mm-hmm. awesome that the friggin' Olympics could ban the Russian team after the Olympics are over. Oh, you know, um, flights are not going there. Banks, you know, billionaires. Uh, apparently, there was like some billionaires there in Russia. Like they lost a combined thirty-seven billion dollars. Mm, yep, I heard that. So the guy from uh, the guy that owns Chelsea had to turn over the the soccer team to what? the people right before they invaded. Whoa! He gave he gave over over control and ownership to non-Russians. Wow! To keep it. Sort of. No, to, maybe I'll get so it back. It wouldn't be impacted by the sanctions. It, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Damn. It's crazy. Well, well we got we two popcorn eating motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> We're standing by you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Troy, it looks like you made your choice. Yeah. The Good Vibes Podcast Network. What are you talking about? Well, hold on. No, I, I got to give a, I gotta give a oh. uh, statement. Yeah. Hold up. The Good Vibes, the Good Vibes Podcast Network strongly condemns. The invasion of Russia into Ukraine. And if I was there, I would get in your Ukrainium and beat the everlasting crap out of you, Russia. You're not cool. You'll never be cool. You're a slice of crap. Puta. Puta. Putin, I'm going to be putting the hurt on you, too. And that's been a message from the Good Vibes Podcast Network. And I speak for everybody when I say that. That's right. Can we get can we get can we get Rambo involved? Let's get Rambo. Let's get Rambo involved. Well, I don't know. Maybe Commando. Ooh, Commando. Commando. I mean. Commando. What about uh, Wesley Snipes? Just send Wesley Snipes. Hell yeah! But no, I chose Popeyes. Yeah, you chose Popeyes. What'd you end up getting? Did you do, did you do the fried do you do the spicy chicken sandwich that everybody went nuts over? No, I've done that before, Ty. Um, I, I did uh, four-piece chicken and extra side and two biscuits. Do you, are, you, are you biscuits over rolls or rolls over biscuits? Or, or how are you feeling on that? I like biscuits over rolls. Yeah. I'm a southern boy. I like biscuits better than gravy. Mm. I don't know. I like yeah. a good. What are those rolls called? Biscuits and honey. Oh, shit. I forgot to ask for honey. Oh, well. Oh, damn. Do I bet you got honey. Everybody's got honey at home, bro. Everybody's got honey at home. Dean, you got honey at home. My daughter. You know, I got honey at, honey at home. I got honey. You got honey. We all got honey. So, Dean, are we going to hang out more when we become roommates? Or, I'm sorry, neighbors? 
Yeah, that, that'd be nice. Can you get the kids to mow my lawn and stuff? Uh, yeah, probably. Awesome. Very excited. Um, yeah. I, you know, I've enjoyed driving to Dallas because it's not that far. So I feel like Dude, this is going to be further. It really isn't. Like, I just about go. The same. When I go to my mom's, I just take, um, what is that? Maine. I take Maine, which ends up becoming Stacy. Stacy. It's just a straight shot, bro. Super easy. I mean, I know how to get out there. My buddy lives out there. He lives right on the edge of Frisco and Little Elm. Yeah, that's where I'll be. Exactly. I think. Same, hopefully. Same. Hopefully. Hopefully. It's off Tinsbury. I don't know if that means anything to you. I do have to say. <laughs> I know. I feel you. Jafiel, Jafiel, bro, I see. Uh, let's get in. We talked a little bit about what we hoped the impact of the two new badass players that we got on the Mavs for that trade with Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, and we, it's been a couple of, uh, it's been what, a couple weeks now? Two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. I mean, you had the all star break. All star break. Yeah. That. There you go. So they got it. I think this is like their fourth or fifth game together, maybe. Um, well, this, this over this weekend, this last this last game, um, we are recording this on a Monday. They just made this epic comeback to to, to from behind. They were down twenty points, even twenty plus points, and they came back to Golden uh, against Golden State. You know who's a really it was hot. Not team. looking good. No. And what did I text you when we made that trade about those two players? That well. We were talking about it. You said, is this, I said, who are I, these guys? Yeah. Well, I was and like I said, hoping, Dinwiddie's I was like, Dinwood is good. And I was like, this guy looks like a, like a, maybe a cheaper version of a Porzingis because he's tall. He could shoot the three. I mean, they're both obviously did what he's making a huge impact. I think Bartan is coming off and making, uh, he's scoring like 17 points on like 16 minutes. Like it's yeah. insane. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm in loving his, every bit his of job it. Per- it's crazy that. Uh, Bertrand's shooting percentage is for the amount of he makes buckets. Yes, he doesn't play all the time, Mm-mm. but when he shoots, he scores. Yeah, he's like that. Remember, and the, I uh... loved his statement after his first game back, or like, or his first game with the Mavs. He's like, it was really hard to find my place. Uh, you know, and he goes, I come here, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Get on the outside and shoot three. Did what he said the same thing. He's yeah. like, when I know when Luca has the ball, I'm in the corner. And, uh, you know, he said when him and uh, he knows, like, he, he's there. What he said basically is that it's like it's the Patriot way situation. Everybody does their job. And when that happens, the floor opens up. They're communicating on the defensive side. And, man, this team has potential. Really? They're that good, huh? Yes. I, I, yes. And, and the, but the thing that's cool about it is that they're young and this is a team that can go on, like can grow, you know, together. And this is, some, this is a good, they're there. It's not right. The whole thing since, since he got here, it's been, Luka, it's been Luca and a bunch of spares, right? It's starting to look like they're, they're creating a team around Luca that could end up being a solid ass squad. It could be like, um, San Antonio, Rick Carlisle, they had San Antonio? Offense. with Rick Carlisle, they had the number one offense. They didn't change anything about the offense, but with Jason Kidd, they have the number two defense in the NBA. Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. 
How is Jason Kidd doing? Do they like him? It was uh, questionable at first, uh, but but he's coming into his own. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Coming down, uh, coming. Getting rid of Porzingis made a huge difference. Yes, he was a a thorn in kind of everybody's side. He was the wet blanket, uh, him and his brother. Uh, But his brother played too. No, he's his agent slash. Oh, you know, whatever confidant, whatevs. Um, Like every basketball player has has one of those, like a mentor slash. You know, somebody to vouch for them to help be their voice. It's different, man. This, that basketball is a different sport than any other, um, because there's only there's only six guys, that, or there's only yeah, or five guys, like eleven four. guys on a team. Yeah, and five so yeah, yeah, and so yeah, so there's a lot of sway there, and so they have, but they're more like uh, focused on on the actual game. They have they 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 they're very much like they get guys who to who. We'll do the dirty work for them so they can just focus on the game. So sometimes those guys are good, sometimes those guys are bad. Like Dirk had one, but he was great for the for for Dirk. And he was great for for the Mavs. Sometimes those relationships are a little bit harder to work with. Um, you know, Maverick Carter is one of those guys. Like he became like you know he he's huge now, right? I mean, you know Mav Carter, right? It's 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 LeBron's guy. No, I don't know him. Okay, they came up together, grew up together in high school. He's part of his crew. Uh, he was his agent, and now he's like played by Lil Rail. Yeah, <laughs> right. Played by Lil Rail. Oh no way! Who was, <laughs> was the guy that played his little? No, play? it was yeah, and uh, Lil Rail. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, Lil Rail was a commentator. Oh, he was a commentator. That's right. You're right. But yeah, I'm excited about that. That was pretty dope. Um, football's over. Dust is kind of settled. Um, looks like there might be some movement uh, when it comes to the Cowboys and some of our, our high-profile players. Uh, the latest rumor I heard was Amari Cooper trade to Baltimore for Marcus Peters in a third-round pick. I, I think that's it. pretty dope, and I would, yep. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yep, I agree. You might as well get what you can for Amari. Absolutely. Uh, as far as basketball is going, concern, or baseball, I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, you never, saw, you never saw that type of trade, FYI. With Jerry Jones, like you just just for you know, him, right? That was the last big trade we made was to get him. Yeah, but I'm saying like you don't see him trading his, his stars like that. He holds on to them forever yeah. until they burn out. Well, this is more of that sign that Steven's getting a little bit more control. Uh, they're a little bit more um, forward thinking in that way. And you got to learn from the Rams, right? You have to learn from the Rams. Maybe you don't go all in like the Rams do, but maybe you le- you you learn to to be a little bit more open to trades and um, like you said, get rid of some of these expiring contracts who are, you know, who are good players, but maybe we can get some more. Um, yeah. Just rebuild, leverage for the future. Man. Yeah. And we're not uh, that far off though. That's a thing, right? That's we're a very good team. We had the number one offensive in the league. Our defense well, is fanta- uh, fantastic. So we're right there. I think we could take away without destroying everything. Um, and, and replenish, you know, by like getting rid of a guy like Amari, by reading, uh, getting rid of a guy like Tank Lawrence that doesn't totally dismantle our team. And then hopefully we get some guys that might end up being really good in the future, just like the Mavs did. Well, did you, did he learn his lesson about Zeke? No, Zeke's going to be here. I mean, there's, there's no, I know, but I'm saying it. like, yeah, I mean, I don't see them. They're not going to be handing, um, Trayvon Diggs a hundred million dollar contract. And I mean, maybe they will, but I'm just saying like, cause I just don't think they're going to put themselves in the same situation with Trayvon Diggs or with Michael, maybe with Michael Parsons, just because 
you know, it's Mike Parsons and, you know, the season he had, but um, we'll see. Yeah. I just, Zeke has been a huge disappointment. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I feel you. And I, I mean, I think he had a better season this year and I think he's only get better. We'll see. Next year, I think he's going to be a lot more healthier. You know, last year uh, he had health and then he had the injury um, in the middle of the season. Um, so hopefully he can get over that and then have a well, fully, I mean, fully healthy I season. I disagree. I think we've seen the best Zeke. Yeah, I think that's over. Yeah. Yeah, the best Zeke is, is behind him. Like dude, It was over not- before it ever really even got a full season of it to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was <laughs> – it was good his first season, and then yeah. But that's no what I'm more. saying. Like, if you just if you utilize a better combination between him and um, Pollard, I think that you don't need the best Zeke. You just need what you got, and you got a good guy who's great at protecting the quarterback. And then um, you you know he's he's a tough runner, so he can get you short yardage. And then you use you use the um, Pollard to to get you all the the you know this the the. the uh, Outside runs, you know, we can just cut him and sign somebody else to be the second best running back on the team for a lot less money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you cut him now, you're going to end up uh, losing money. So that we got to, uh, I mean, yeah, I know. I feel what, like. Which is what happens when you make stupid decisions, you pay for it. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure you could get a pretty cheap, uh, I mean, I'm sure you could get a running back that's good that mm-hmm. wants to play for the Cowboys. Who wouldn't want to play for the Cowboys? That's a Jerry Jones statement. I've never heard one. Well, it's true. You get the best complex. You get the best everything. Like, yeah. You're going to get a lot of on-the-side jobs, too. Yeah. I mean, freaking Taco got a deal before he played a game. Exactly. You know, there, there's probably some eye doctor right now who needs a spokesperson. Exactly. There's probably some, you know, uh, uh, law center that needs. If you were a celebrity, player. yeah. If you, well, if you were a celebrity, would you leverage that for, and you could leverage that for oh some cosmetic God. surgery? What would you get? What would I get? A tummy tuck? Yeah, tummy tuck. What about you, Troy? My dick bigger. Your dick bigger? You wouldn't get a hair transplant, man? You wouldn't get hair? No, I want to make it. It's it's not all that, Troy. Oh, you would think you would think, but let's just go episode without talking about dicks. (laughs) Let's play the Mikey Avalon song right now. (laughs) (laughs) My dick. All right, uh, let's get into a little TV sucks because there's so much cool shit out that. Well, did we do quote of the day? Oh no, no, we didn't. Let's go ahead and get into talk about a quote and then went on and on about the quote that he. I never talked about a quote. You said you saw this quote. Mm-mm. About being present. Oh no, that was just part of that. That wasn't part of the quote thing. Well, okay. You ready for the quote of the day? I am so ready, ready for, for the, the quote, quote of the day. What we've got here is failure. Your experiences make who you are. If you change your experiences, then you change your identity. Oh, in bed. You got that off of <laughs> I like that. Do that one more time, please. <laughs> In bed. <laughs> one more time. What what part do you want one more time? The whole thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, your experiences make who you are. Change your experiences and you change your identity. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. So change, 
another Hitler quote. Oh no! no. <laughs> Damn I'm it. just kidding. It's not a Hitler quote. <laughs> so, have any of y'all changed any experiences thus far to change yourself? Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like COVID was the awakening for mm-hmm. a lot of us, and you know, going back to the UNT game, you know, I saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long mm. time, and it was just a really good experience to just, you know see folks and change that experience yeah you have to literally change everything in order for you to become a new person and i yeah. think a lot of us have become new people yeah man absolutely i think that uh i don't know man i play tricks with myself sometimes and i'm like because i uh it's like that movie yes man like i used to i used to say no more than than anything uh you know i i would always think about you know either how tired I was or my, you know, like how, how, how difficult is it for me to get to where I have to go or do whatever, you know what I mean? Like those types of things would stop me from like going out and, and experiencing life. And, and that movie, yes, man, I always love that movie. Um, Mm -hmm. because I made, I think maybe I was like, I felt like that. And I'm like, man, I would, I would love to have the opportunity to to just like say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've been doing way that doing that more. And that's my kind of like, mentality change or changing my experiences or whatever that 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 quote was that's kind of how i feel like about it and so sometimes i tell myself i'm shocked sometimes at the end of the week i'm like fuck i can't believe i got i pulled all that off i'm like holy crap and it was awesome it was fun and i mean you know i'm tired like today i crashed hard like this morning oh did not want to get up but it was all worth it man i had such a blast this weekend you know there's been some stressors at work um, and that'll happen. You know, you can only, you can only control yourself. You can't control the people around you. You know what I mean? Like people are going to fuck off sometimes and they're going to disappear on you and they're going to yeah. leave you hanging and you're going to be, it's going to be you and another person when there should be more help there, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. But even through that, you know, I had a really good weekend and I haven't let that thing that maybe in my past life would like make me freak out and like just ruin my week and ruin all my plans. Like I can't do that. I got to, you know, I got to focus on this because this person's out now. And now who's going to do all this stuff and and like all the anxieties and all the the fears would overtake me and pull me out of the amazing time I had this weekend. So. I've had your your attitude going into things also affects your experience. I guess all four of us could go into the same thing and all come out with a different perspective and experience based on what our attitude going in was yeah yeah like i'll say that you know in the past life events you know seeing all the crazy stuff happen on tv Mm. you know this world war three doesn't bother me as much right now even though i know that it could end up really really bad i'm not freaking out about it right now i'm just the peace that we have right now i kind of want to just enjoy our last moments on earth before the nuclear apocalypse (laughs) takes us all out and we all die the aliens will save us before that happens, man. It'll, we're good, man. Okay, but you Either know what I'm saying. Something will happen. Gandhi, but the aliens, I, um, yeah, you know, Jesus. I feel more, something I feel will more happen present. and save us all, right? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, the the aliens. We've already been communicating with the aliens, and uh, they were talking. Uh, the aliens. We said to them, "Hey, do you know, you know, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior?" And the aliens are like, oh, yeah, we know him. He, he comes all the time, you know, at, at the end of the week. And they're like, what? You know, JC? 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we've seen him before. Um, yeah, he comes and uh, what does he do? Well, he really likes our chocolate. And, uh, you know, our leaders are like, he, he likes chocolate? Yeah, we like it when we give him chocolate. He, that's why he comes all the time. What did you guys give him? <laughs> what did you guys give Jesus Christ? We gave him death. Uh, we gave him death. That's why he doesn't come. So he's never coming back. He's never coming back. That's a good one. So, yeah. Got you. Yeah, so I don't foresee the Messiah coming down. It's going to have to be aliens and, uh, you know, so be it. Because we, we've talked about this before. They don't want us to see, they don't want to see us destroy our earth. Right. So they're waiting for us to do it so they can, it's easier mine to it. terraform. Yeah, we need to mine it. They need to mine the it. The atmosphere doesn't match yet. It needs more radiation in it. Oh, you mm. think? No, they're, just stand, they're just waiting until we blow, blow it all up. And then they can move in. That's why but they gave it. That's why they gave us AI. Mm-hmm. That's why they gave oh, us they AI. They gave us AI. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, why you they, know, that's why they gave us Elon Musk. So the new, I don't know if you guys know this, but they discovered because of all the, uh, you know, the, the, the guy they sent into space for like a year. Mm-hmm. So long-term space travel is not something that humans can do. Mm, yeah. Is he not, no. not doing well? No, it's, uh, it kills your red blood cells. Mm. Holy shit. At a faster rate than can uh, healthily be uh, it you, you don't get you're not getting any new red blood cells while you're in space either mm. the oxygen so there's no oxygen I don't know man I don't know right because it like is. it needs your there blood. is oxygen because they're breathing oxygen the whole well, time yeah but, but not enough to produce red blood cells because it's oxygen that produces a, red blood cells something, right? I think it has something to do with gravity too Okay. Hey, is it true that they can make uh, that's why that guy it, I'm sorry go ahead can they make fake gravity like in the movies where the yeah, thing spins yes. really fast? Well, that's what, There's this billionaire that had cancer and he was able to prolong his life because he lived uh, just above our atmosphere in a plane. It's fucking crazy. It's true, though. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> it's so it's true. Just, Look it up. Gravity is artific- artificially created anyway. I mean, it's naturally occurring phenomenon, but it can be replicated. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like when you, get on a Ferris, when you get on one of those spin... Those yeah. things that oh, merry-go-rounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're on a merry-go-round on a playground. Oh, yeah. And you start spinning it and you can feel a stronger gravitational force. Yeah. And that's how they train astronauts. They add gravitational force to uh, the faster it spins, the more gravitational force you get. That's one of so my favorite parts in spies like us. One like G is like Earth, like the <laughs> experience in one G. They come 2G, out of the thing and they're like, 4G. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Their faces are all stretched and shit. Oh, it's so good. That's so whatever you movie. see in sci-fi movies when you see a, a long distance space flight, it's usually got a s- sleep chamber spinning. Well, it's mm-hmm. got usually got like spinning oh, wheels, right? Yeah, that's what this is also from like Space Odyssey. Three, sure, uh, three thousand. So yeah, you got that spinning thing. That's uh-huh. what's creating the artificial gra- gravity. Gotcha. So that would be like a scientifically accurate spaceship, as oh, opposed nice. to like, as opposed to like uh, one with like a big ass like 
Ray or like the Millennium Falcon should yeah. not have artificial gravity. The Enterprise, the star, the Starship Inter- Enterprise. Yeah, the Enterprise. So that has something else to do with the, the, the a spinning thing, but it's inside. Like it, you don't see it on the exterior oh, okay. of the ship. Yeah, got okay. you, got you. Well, just let's just hope and pray that uh, nothing enough. bad happens. I'm looking at the news right now, and uh, 500,000 civilians fleeing Ukraine. Yes, we hope they have a, a safe travel and get to somewhere where they can um, be, be good with their families and be safe until all this goes away. But until Are we the- still in TV sucks? No, we haven't even started yet. Let's get into TV sucks, please. Because um, there's so much good shit that I want to talk about. Inventing Anna. Has anybody started watching this yet? Yes. Not oh my god. I'm I'm all about it, man. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. I love a good hustler story. I think that those those people are so fucking fascinating to me. Um, you see them sometimes in life. They are able to con a great deal of people and get themselves in these incredible positions of power sometimes it's on a global uh, level but this one not so much this was just uh, a person invading um high society and, and um, finance and finance that was the, the dangerous part of that yes uh, was- those those worlds always mesh though right they kind of like they kind of go in and out of each other because yeah, of this they feed each other they do and this is what the thing is interesting to me. Um, I've only gotten a few episodes in, but there's a the reason I feel like, and this is the whole thing about the tax, the taxation of of, of wealthy people and all that stuff. There, there, there becomes a, a level when you're so rich you don't have to spend any money, and that's what she is able to kind of unlock, and that's the thing she figured out is that if you give the appearance and have the appearance that you have money, at least money coming to you in a trust mm-hmm. or whatever, people will just float you. They'll, yeah, they'll float you because they you're good for it. Feel, they don't want to feel like they're feeding off of you. Mm, it's yes. like a reverse thing. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm going to hang out yeah. with you, but I'm, I'm going to pay my own way. Yeah. And I'll actually pay your way too so we can hang out together. Mm. But I know you have a whole lot of money, so I don't want to feel bad like I'm leeching off of you. So yeah, because you're an money. heiress. Even though you're fucking broke, your dad's rich, and so it's gonna be yours eventually. So, you know, like that's the whole game. Oh, nice! It's like a psychological. And it and yeah, trick. and then you put the sass and the meanness behind it. Oh yeah, everybody wants to be your friend. So yeah, so I'm just gonna be mean. I mean, it, it worked for the tender swindler. You mm-hmm. know, my enemies are after me. They hate me. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, this, yeah, this is a lot like that. Um, same vibes. You know, those same vibes, those people that that's gotta be such a crazy way to live your life. Full of adrenaline, full of fear, fucking anxiety the whole time that, that it's, it's gotta, you can't be not, you can't do that shit sober. Right. Yeah. What does she go to after she's done? Well, like yeah, she's, she's in, prison. in prison for a long yeah. time. In prison. For how long? For how long? I don't know. I don't oh, remember. Currently, I mean, she went to prison. She was in a whole 
waiting to go on trial. They wouldn't give her, uh, they wouldn't, she couldn't get a bond. Mm-hmm. Bail. She couldn't get bail uh, posted because she was a flight risk. Yeah. But I would see, I don't mind financial, like, you know what I mean? Like, she didn't hurt anybody. She didn't kill anybody. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Rich people got, got, uh, how much? How many defrauded? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, how many? How much money did she defraud people? I don't know. I haven't finished the. Th- I mean, thousands and thousands. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it depends. Like on how you look at it. I mean, you know, because Bernie Madoff didn't kill anybody either. She didn't steal it. People gave it to her. You know, like she was given someone's credit card. She used it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but someone gave gave the credit card to her and was like, "Here, go go do my do my fucking shit. Like, do my uh, whatever." Um, be my assistant situation that happens a lot in Hollywood. That like, look at Kim Kardashian. She was um, Paris Hilton's assistant, and that's that's kind of how she got her foot in the door. She ran a closet organizing business. She ran a court. Yep, that's right. Yeah, well, Bernie Madoff is a piece of crap. He stole. Yeah. He was a Ponzi. Oh schemer. yeah, he again. Yeah, that's, and then wow, it's the same thing though. Confidence schemes, man. No, like these people, the how do they do it? Same man? kind of deal. No, Bernie Madoff made brochures of how he was going to make people rich and blatantly lied to them where it sounds like this girl was just, you know, swapping stuff. She didn't have a business. Um, But Bernie Sanders has blood on his hand because the people and the amount of money he did take from others made them so crazy that they went ahead and blew their brains out. And I'm I'm sure that, but this is the same thing. This is on the same level because there is, um, you know, high profile people with huge reputations who are who are because she is able to make it appear that she is who she says she is. They are like putting themselves in these situations where they're making millions and millions of dollars decisions based on, I guess, stuff that they think that they know. When in reality, it turns out that they are very all very, very wrong. Mm. So. Yeah, it's not maybe on the level of I mean, I think there's I don't know if there's anybody that's on the level of Bernie Madoff, you know what I mean? But um, Mm -hmm. she's up there for sure when it comes to the swindling of others. But yeah, I really enjoyed that shit. Tinder Swindler was awesome. I got to see a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you guys are into reality television at all, but there was a a show that blew up. This was during quarantine. So a lot of people were at home watching uh, stuff on Netflix. It was one of the first Netflix uh, huge like uh, original uh, content uh, reality based stuff. You're going to talk about Love is Blind? Yes, I'm talking about Love ah. is Blind. Love is Blind. This is the content. This it's is the con- not a good concept. We take 30 people, 30 people, okay. we put them in a room, personality tests, all that stuff. Uh, they pair them up. Um, and then you uh, have these like hours long sessions or dates, but you don't see the person. You never see the person. You just hear them. And there's like a wall in between you, but you can hear them and you have conversations. You can ask them and, you know, it's like being on the phone and you do this over uh, a short amount of time. You get to know people. I think it's like a week, I think of that. And then you decide whether you, these people in a week's time, meet each other, have conversations and decide, I want to get married to you in a week's time. And then they have another week where they live together, and then they have another week where they get married, and they see if Here's they can the make it. The show is uh, stupid mm-hmm. because there's no loser. I mean, you can yeah. talk to any of any of those people if you have like a connection. Mm-hmm. When the curtain goes up and you see them, 
guess what? They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. All yeah. of them. There's no beautiful. There's, there's no, no ugly. There's people. no like. Oh, oh my gosh! You're. I usually date blondes, but you're brunette and beautiful instead. So <laughs> yeah. this still will work out. Maybe if I can get well, past listen. you not being blonde. But people are it's still, still stupid. But there's still it's fucking stupid. toxic ass people in the show that are like. This dude was asking questions like, you know, if we were at a festival, you know, I put you on my shoulders. Could I like lift you up? You know, and shit like that. <laughs> Which is a dumb question to ask. Like, you know, like, like, he doesn't have any concept of how reality television works. Like yeah. scripted dating television. You go on The Bachelor. Yeah. Close your eyes and pick. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All of them okay. are good looking. Uh, all yeah, of them. But, but, but I mean, yeah, to some degree, they're but all that, working out. They're all, you know, in shape. So I'm sure they're going to want something. Listen, personality or not, the, the law of attraction has to be there. And See, yeah, that's what this one dude in particular's problem was. And he is now, <laughs> because everybody watches it, is like, that's the most hated dude. Like, like that dude's going to be, he's going to have a hard time finding a date. Is all I'm gonna say. Well, so no, particular I- about what you find as an acceptable is dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh way too um superficial yeah like you can have preferences but that sure. shouldn't yeah that shouldn't determine like art uh superficial preferences shouldn't determine no shallow yes how no. man yes or no. shallow how is all about that right jason alexander's character like he yeah. kept on trying to find <laughs> you <laughs> were trying yeah. to find something wrong with this person yeah she has a weird toe, you know, yeah. or like, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, you can't live that way. Uh, no, 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 I get it. But I'm saying, you know, in some regards, you know, they, they there, yeah, there has to be some attack. level of attraction. But like to yeah. Dean's right. point, all of them are attractive. All of them, all of them have a high level of attractiveness, no matter what type you're in. Mm-hmm. To. Well, maybe that's the experiment. Unless you're too. into a hard. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then they do call it an experiment. Because yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen. They know that they're going to hook up with somebody that's on their level, right? That is cute. And now there's a deeper connection of talking to them. So they might see that first, you know, I don't know. We'll yeah. See. But then it's like, it's, but the thing that that's crazy about it is the timeline and how much, how it's a, such a short time period. So everything is heightened. So every yeah. little, like, let's say like, okay, so they, they, they meet in the pod, they have great conversations. They're excited mm-hmm. to see each other. They finally see each other mm-hmm. in person. And then they have the marriage uh, part. Is they go a out. Little, the marriage part is a little too much. They go, getting into yeah. a relationship after yeah. you spent that much time just talking to someone. It's fine. Yeah, I can see that. That's like that's like eight dates. Yeah, nine dates. That's like yeah, eight nine dates, or that's like months of texting or weeks of texting. You know that kind of situation. Texting. It's it's basically the same thing because it's like you, there's no physical touching. There's, right. It's, it's just all right. Conversation. I have, I have a new game show. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, pitch it. It's called. All right, so you know how like there's these women that want to have a child and stuff. So, but they have to have like you know artificially inseminated, you know, from a donor. Yes. So, <laughs> okay, so all these women are trying to get pregnant, and so like the sperm donor, right? He's in the other room, and you can't see him, and they're just talking it out. And then at the very end, they're like, okay, I want contestant number 47 to be my sperm donor. Oh, I think that would be easy. I think women would just look at the stats alone. They wouldn't give a shit about any of that other stuff, really. Yeah, but talking to them or whatever, you know, and, you know, mm. be my sperm donor. And that's the show. And yeah, then, you know, personality 
Well, that's not true. I was going to say genetics doesn't determine personality, but some of it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. and th- and then you see the kid grow up, and then like <laughs> that would be the show. It was a Truman Show, right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. Well, you know, <laughs> the sperm donor. The sperm donor. So sperm I watched the uh, LOL Canada. That's okay. Hilarious. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched all four. Yeah, I've watched all four episodes. There's only six total. Um, the the rest will be out uh, this week, March fourth. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I think either Tom Green or Colin Mockery. Yeah, Tom Green's pretty strong. Yeah, but Tom Green is is He's also eliminated I... more people than anyone else too. <laughs> yeah. But because he almost lost it. Yeah, he did almost lose it. But I, he I don't think he has a yellow card yet. He's no, not a big he but he's not a big laugher though. He's not a guy that laughs in his act yeah. or like, you know what I mean? He, like his whole thing is strict. Deadpan, yeah, deadpan. But he's not in a room with regular people. That's true. He's good in a room with the funniest people. Yeah. In, good point. in the country. In Canada, yeah. Yeah. So uh some of those people are the funniest people in the world. That's true. March 30th. Him being one of them, maybe. The price increase on Netflix, March 30th, 1999. Does anybody remember what the original price was for Netflix? $8.99. for DVDs in the mail. $6.99 DVDs. I could get two DVDs yeah. at a time. Man, that's insane. It's, it's going to be $19.99 for $19.99, Netflix? bro. And there's moments in time where I forget that I have Netflix and don't watch it for months. We've been, I appreciate you like with, with movie of the week that has brought me back to Netflix and I've watched it more. Um, so I think that's cool. So I, I don't feel like I'm like wasting any money now. Um, but yeah, 1999, man, that's up there, but they are bringing the content though. They're like, they showed a, I think a trailer where they're putting out a new movie every week. They've done that for two years, two years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of that, one new movie a week. Yeah. The new Medea came out, which is number one in the country right now. Nice. Hello. And it was not that good. I've heard mixed mixed feelings. I know you're a big fan. You've seen all the yeah, stuff. I've seen all the plays. I've seen like all not the that movies. good in general, or not that good for a Medea movie. Both. I mean, mm. you can tell it was the budget was smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell that um, I don't know, it just felt different. It felt more like a TV show or like a Hallmark special. Mm. Was it? It's but that's a it's a Netflix. Is it a Netflix produced situation? Yeah, it's Netflix. He signed. He signed a deal. Yeah, I mean that's that'll that'll happen. It just depends on the budget, right? Because I feel like there was a couple of the Adam Sandler movies that were in that realm, but they were decent movies. I'll tell you what was in that realm was the doggone coming to America with Amazon. That was horrible. You didn't like it? I thought you did. That was horrible. I liked it. Uh, Well, it's terrible. For a sequel or for a 30 year old sequel, I thought it was. Yeah. What movies are coming out soon, Chris? What you got coming out this weekend? Oh, uh, well, uh, this weekend is Batman, Batman. mother. Oh, give me a ticket, please. Absolutely. The Batman. Hey. And and here at the end, they're finally showing you a little bit more of 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 the penguin and maybe what his character is. And, and, and that spinoff is already greenlighted for HBO spinoff series for the penguin. 
Who is this? Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, they're going to make a Penguin HBO? Yes, yeah. this is and the character be, from The Batman. It'll be the Penguin from the moment the Batman movie ends. Oh, that's what the series is going to be about. So cool. So fun. Um, so will Batman be in the HBO thing? Uh, well, it depends on how, this well, how well this goes. Okay. Um, you know? But that's the thing about it. the Batwoman uh, show oh, really? that's coming. Oh, that's so right. HBO Max. Yes. Or Batgirl. Batgirl. I think it's actually Batgirl. And he's he's What's doing that? crossover stuff on that, too. I think Colin Farrell. Yeah. And uh, that will also have Brendan Fraser. Oh, that's right. Brendan that's Fraser. And this is Barbara Gordon? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, I'm so um, excited about this movie, man. Uh, Paul Dano is probably one of my favorite actors. Uh, I think at least in um, this this day and age, if you will. Um, I think he is going to crush it. Uh, Robert Pattinson, some people still are unsure. I am not at all. I think it's going to be a really great performance from him. And uh, I love everything I've seen so far from it, and I can't wait to see it. You're on favorite mute, Paul. Well, you're not on mute, but we can't hear you. What's your favorite Paul Dano uh, thing so far? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah I got you. Um, ooh, uh, you know, honestly, yes, we can hear you. Some, let's see. My favorite performances from him so far were uh, "Strangers." Was that "Strangers"? Is that what it's called? Uh, the one? No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it's the one where the dude loses his daughter, and she he thinks that that Paul Dano took her. Prisoner, prisoner. Uh, it's anyway. It's really good. Hugh Jackman's in it. Um, it's an amazing movie. Uh, Paul Dano's Prisoners. really good in that. Prisoners, yeah. Prisoners. Prisoners. What I was asking Bustos is, do you work Sunday night? Um, you, I mean, you can text me that after the show. Not miss right now. Uh, yes, I do work Sunday. Yes. Oh, that I thought that's not yet say. Okay. Anyway, um, do you have anything to say about Paul Dano and Batman? Uh, I'm excited to see it. I can't wait to. I hate Batman, and I'm oh, excited to so see lame. Uh, you've known I hate Batman. I've hate, although I'm wearing a Batman. Shirt I will right say now, this. But- I will say this. Uh, everything that seemingly that DC has done in the last, uh, I'd say even three, three years. years, three years has been money. They're fine. They they've got it right. They're figuring it Aquaman out. Aquaman and beyond. Yes, and uh, then Super, uh, Green Gardner too. Green, uh, yeah, uh, Guy Gardner. Green Lantern. Guy Gardner is going to be in the Green Lantern. Uh, that Series. I can't wait. I'm a huge Guy Gardner fan. I've been waiting for him to be in something, and so I'm stoked on that. Anybody know who's playing him? In any casting? Let me look. Right there. I think I remember. Uh, yes, but I, it's been a while. Let me see your tits. But that, uh, I mean, there's Super Bowl ad that they pulled pulled out there was amazing because it had uh you know black adam scenes it had aquaman stuff like i mean they they are really killing it yeah i went and saw uncharted and uh dc did that uh preview where they showed all the upcoming shit that's coming out and that looks exciting like the new aquaman looks really good the new flash looks really good so yes Ben Whitrock. Yeah. So he's in American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. Wow. That'll be cool. 
not interesting. I hope they just really hammer in the tax, toxic masculinity. Oh, him. yeah. He's the worst. He's the worst. That's why I love him. That's why I love characters like that. Beachhead and him and, you know, those, like, Raphael, like, those ornery-ass dudes. Love it. What about, uh, did you get, uh, you know, Righteous Gemstones is about to wrap it up. For the it did. T- did okay. I, I haven't had a chance it. to see it yet. It, can't, it comes out to the, on Monday, so I'm gonna definitely have to watch that. We'll get it's into out. that. I know I haven't watched it yet. But I'll say we'll get into it next week. Oh, because okay. it comes out on Mondays, right? No, it comes out Sunday night. Oh, Sunday nights. Okay. I can never figure that out. Peacemaker was on Thursdays. Yeah, that one was kind of weird because usually HBO is just Sunday night with the new stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's how it used to be. So yeah, so I guess I was looking for some new shows, and I think I found one with Vince uh, and Anna. Um, what about you guys? You got anything new? Are you watching? I try uh, to check that out. Station Eleven. Mm. It's on Netflix. No, okay. HBO. It's on HBO. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of sci-fi pandemic stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. It's got uh, some Shakespearean elements to it. Because it starts off, the movie starts off with a one watching Shakespeare in a theater. Interesting. Um, I started it. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I like it yet or not. Yeah. And then, um, Raised by Wolves, season two. Yeah. Uh, the show is crazier and creepier than ever. Nice. Um, I still. I, I can't I can't tell you what which one is better still I don't know if the foundation wow just really good show uh, huge fan of that just Lee Pace is amazing in that show I cannot express to you how good of a villain he is mm. I mean as like a, a fleshed out villain not just like Guardians of the Galaxy villain mm-hmm. and um, it's very it's the foundation is very good, but dude, raised by wolves is nuts, man. Tune in next time to the Good Vibes Podcast. Which hard sci-fi film will Dean choose as his favorite? As we hang in the balance, enjoy your week and thank you for following and subscribing to the Good Vibes Podcast on YouTube. See you next week, good vibes, familia! Hi, this is Randy with Big Salinas Barbecue. Just wanted to tell you we now have our award-winning barbecue sauce for sale. We have been cooking up delicious barbecue and sauce since 2014. You can now purchase a bottle at BigSalinasBarbecue.com or visit Chart 380, Joe's Meat Market, Outdoor Grill Sales, Mushak's Meat Market, or the barbecue store to pick up a bottle today. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Big Salinas Barbecue. Hey, it's me again. You know what I love? Pop culture.
culture and nonsense. It's so fun. I found a podcast that has pop culture and nonsense. And the podcast is so fun. I love it. And I think you will too, if you like those two things that I have previously mentioned. Pop culture and nonsense. The podcast is called Good Vibes. And it comes out every Wednesday. I think you will enjoy it most assuredly. It's on the Good Podcast Network. If you know what I'm saying. Every Wednesday, wherever you get your favorite podcast.